This podcast is produced by Sunnydale Studios. I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. No anal fishes today. Do you know I've never been sent a dick pic? I've been sent a vag pic. Dicks and titties. This is my favourite podcast. I pictured you as a big nipple girl. I'm kind of turned on. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you all. That is so unladylike. Happy Tuesday, lovers and haters. Welcome back to another episode of So Unladylike, where I, Vanessa Haldane, me, that's me, chat to amazing guests about issues affecting women with no filter, no fluff and no fucks given. The last week or so has been crazy. So many new listeners and just a tiny bit of national press for all the controversy of our episode with Bianca Dye. If you want to know why the media went nuts for it, do yourself a favor and listen to episode six. Away from little ears and I would probably wash yourself in some bleach afterwards. (laughs) Today's episode, we invited... And we need a sound effect here. A notorious maths villain. Thank you. On... (laughs) We chat all things maths and I'm a celebrity to get me out of here and the vilification of women on these shows, slut shaming of women in general due to clothing and sexual preferences, our own experiences and advice because we are, you know, so experienced, we're professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our amazing guest shares her experience with smaller boobies after removing her breast implants. Our must mo- <clears throat> Our most unladylike moment is shared and listener confessions and opinions are discussed along with saucy questions for our, oh my God, you can't ask that segment not to be missed. She's a mother. She's a vibe. She's Davina. Welcome, beautiful human. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here, but I'm also fucking terrified because I listened to the podcast with Bianca on the drive here and I was just like driving like wow, I've got nothing to give you now because I feel like you just got everything and more from her. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I need to like up my unladylike So have like you game. had a threesome in the last couple of days to be able to talk about <laughs> I really haven't. Like I look, don't have much to tell you. Look, we're going to have to say goodbye I'm at having, this point. No. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I'm sure something will pop up. But at the moment the most exciting thing is like regular bowel movements and I don't know, like early nighttime routines and like being in bed by 7.30 is like so exciting for me. You're a woman after my own heart. I love yes. a regular bowel movement. Yeah. 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 Nothing makes you feel more like like a really good adult. Like I'm like, oh, I have my shit together. Literally. Literally. It's not in pebbles. It's yes. together. It's together. It's together and my anal didn't bleed. <laughs> exactly. No anal fishes today. Maybe I'm not that like ladylike. Maybe th- we're going off to a good yep. start. This We've is started good. with poo talk. Literally. I love this. Toilet class. talk, my favourite. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I know, um, I know how excited you are to talk about maths again. Yeah. Okay. So for those listening at home, I literally, when you said, we're going to talk about maths, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, fuck really? Like, do we have to? I've been flogging maths for like, you know, five years. I just really, it's like my least favorite thing to talk about, but I'm like, I guess if I'm going to talk about how it's my least favorite thing to talk about, this is probably the right podcast to do it. Um, But yeah, so I'm ready. All right, darling. Well, before we get into it, Davi, Mm -hmm. We have to ask you to be a wee bit vulnerable. Yes. It's time. It's time to share your so unladylike moment. Yes. Okay. So tell us your story. It, do you know what this reminds me of? It's reminiscent of the Dolly magazine, How Embarrassment section. Do you remember that? Like, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Loved it. I used to like rip open the seal section when I would go through Woolies like really quick with my parents yeah. and then just be like, oh. <gasps> 
Okay. Yeah, and then put it back. That yeah. was you? That oh. was me. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, so, yeah, I've been thinking about this one and there was a few things that I thought of and I'm like, look, I'm just going to share one that's like still relevant to this day. Um, and it also shocked me like how many fucked up stories that I have that of things that I have done and things that I'm still doing. <laughs> but this is one that happens quite frequently. Um, I, we were just talking about before how like I always need we, and that's not like a motherhood thing. That's just like a me thing. Like I'm an excited person. I pee all the time. And then <gasps> You're a puppy. I'm a, literally a puppy. Puppy pee pads I could live with. So um, there's been like a few times that like my husband and I have been like taking a long drive to like northern New South Wales from Brizzy or something and I know like I will get to Yatla and I will need to wee but like I just don't want to get off the highway because I'm like we are en route, we need to get there. So I looked around and I'm like I need to wait, I need to wait, I need to wait and Jax is like we're going to sort this out because I can't fucking listen to you talking about it anymore and I'm like I have an idea. So I got my daughter's nappy bag and I was like, if she wees in these all the time, like surely oh I could. So turns out they actually hold a lot more urine than what you would think. And so I would just put, like, you know, put it in the area and we, and then we'd just put it in like a plastic bag and then just drop it off at the destination, put it in the bin. And I've probably done this like – a handful of times. This is not just a once-off thing. And he's not even shocked by it anymore. Like he would be like, oh, here she goes with the nappy again. Do you think again. it's time to invest in the adult diapers maybe? I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'm quite there yet. But, um, I mean, it does it, – it stops you from having to stop off when you are already like on the highway. This yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. Thank this me is, later, mums. Oh, this is one of my favourite because we've had shitting in a handbag and now we've had weeing in a kid's diaper. I yeah. love this. Diaper, nappy. Nappy. We're so yeah. Americanized, we're, aren't we? We're, yeah, we're That Australian. is brilliant. Yeah. I love that. Thank oh you. My gosh. I wasn't sure if it would suffice. Like I, I wasn't sure if it was like unlady you, like you, enough. You're weeing in a nappy. It, it suffices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, like, it also shocks me like how unshocked my whole family is about this oh too. Gosh. Like they're just like totally, oh, yeah. Cool. Do you think? Well, my um, my eldest daughter and I are weeers as well. Like, it's mm. not a it's not a childhood thing either. Yeah. And um, if it's anything over a two hour drive, I need to know where the toilet stops are. But what I do is I dehydrate myself before we drive, so I don't I don't drink, I don't do anything. Yes. Yeah, and I'm all healthy. cotton mouth by the time we get there. Yeah. Because yeah, it's so healthy. Yeah. But I want to wee, but now I'll just get a nappy. You're damned it. if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. So just carry a good old nappy bag with you. Oh my God. Even if you if you're not in tow with the child, have the nappy bag. Just doesn't matter. Just in case. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Love you. No worries. <laughs> well, let's let's move on now. And let's look, I obviously want to talk about maths. Yeah. Because for me, I remember watching you. And I, I want to come from a bit of a different angle though. Not, you know, not gossipy of all the behind the scenes and mm -hmm. you know, that sort of stuff. But we all know by now, and if you don't know, I can't help you. That reality TV is so produced. It's less reality TV and more like an episode of Home and Away, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there was this heavily produced cheating scandal in your season of Mass. What season were you on? Five. Five. Okay. But I think it was like probably the first season that really got like, you know, attention. Yeah. Yeah. You were married to a bloke named Ryan. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you weren't feeling it, right? No. No. That's no, no. okay. Neither. Just yeah. met the guy. No, neither of us were feeling it. Yeah. It was just like a, yeah. 
But of course, they made out that it was just you. Yes. Yeah, because you're the woman. Yeah. And then you met Dean and he tickled your fancy a little bit, physically anyway. He ticked yeah. the boxes of, of what if well, you were not even do- not even physically. It was just kind of like because we only really had like one meeting together, one on one. We never kissed or anything, by the way. Um, so yeah, physically I couldn't tell you if he tickled my fancy or not. But from what I could see from a, you know, that kind of just talking and whatnot. Um, you know, we both had similar interests kind of, but like even then you don't even know because it's such a produced environment. Yeah. You don't even know, you know. I always wondered, like to me I was like that they have put him in the experiment because at the time um, they'd made it out like physically he ticked your boxes of what you would be looking for Well, I mean he was man. tall. So yeah, okay, well that's, that's a start. And I was 26. <laughs> and I reckon they pair people with other people knowing that another couple – will be attracted to someone else and, and and create that because the media went crazy and it was your season that maths achieved their highest ratings ever. Mm. And that set the precedent and undoubtedly the affair, which I'm saying in inverted commas because I still find it ridiculous that it was called an affair when you just met someone. Yeah. Um, it, it set the tone and maths have been chasing those same views ever since by recreating cheating scandals or other scandals. Yeah. But they did it at your expense and you were absolutely vilified and slut-shamed. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Dean was criticised too but not to the same extent that you were and he was absolutely not slut-shamed. Mm. Yeah. How did that feel? I bet it – like I'm assuming it was a real shock to you. You weren't expecting because the previous math seasons this hadn't happened. Yeah, and there was lo- a lot – like I felt very – like I thought I was a lot more supported behind the scenes than what I was. So – Basically, if you guys haven't heard me talk about this before, um, we had been given an opportunity to go back into the show as a couple. So like us meeting up and talking and stuff was like pre us coming back into the show together. Um, so, and like he had said leave the week before Ryan and I obviously weren't getting along, fucking hated each other, didn't even talk to each other. So in my head, I was like, oh, it's a no brainer. Like if I'm here, I may as well like give it a crack with someone else who maybe you could hit it off with, which actually like. That makes more sense to me. And I'm actually not like just a big bitch and (laughs) I'm like not that like unaware of my actions where I'm like oh this would look fine it's just whatever but I genuinely was like okay if we're not feeling it and they're not going to be together like they said leave and we have an opportunity to like pursue things together then that would make sense correct but it actually the way it came across um and then like the final result it just looked so bad like so bad on my half on my end um and then it also doesn't help that Ryan was on TV being like, oh, I really like her. We're having a great time together. Yes. And all this stuff. And I was like, bro, we fucking hate each other. Yeah. Like literally hated each other. Um, we just didn't get along at all. So it was just like, and it's it's really hard. Like the years after, it's just always been really hard for me to try and talk about maths because there is so much behind the scenes that no one would understand. The way the producers manipulate you, like, oh my god, this is going to be great, Davina. You, you know, you and him might really hit it off. Like the the false hope you get. Um, also, like they don't say, oh hey, heads up, this could look like this. No, they um, want it to look like that. Yeah, like, yeah, they're manipulating you into this, you know, yeah. scenario um, where 
they know what's going to look bad, which is going to get them ratings. Absolutely. Regardless of what you feel like. And then there's things that happen behind the scenes within the, the cast as well that mm. like no one would ever hear about or whatever. But there's just so many little inner workings of this that um, makes it really hard to speak your truth after because no one really can truly understand the situation. And to be honest, they don't care about the truth. No, they no, no. want you to be the slut. They want you to be, you know, the one who cheated, which is, again, ridiculous. Yeah. You've just met Ryan. And it's it, it's and not a real wedding. The biggest thing that annoyed me, like obviously the cheating um, tag that I got given, that's fucking annoying because like I literally didn't even kiss the guy. Yeah. Um, and then two, that I was kind of branded as like a man stealer. So that was like, that really fucked with me because like afterwards, like say just in normal life, I would be really self-conscious, like yeah. talking to people out and about because I'm like, fuck, I hope people don't think that I'm like going to steal their husbands or something. It was just really shitty. But then you're like, if I was on Love Island, I would have been applauded going around and if I was a dude, especially, you know, dating other women, kissing other women, being a bachelor, like, yep. you know, doing that whole thing. But I think it, I just definitely won went on the wrong show if that was, you know, yeah. the objective and trying to find the one. Um, I think jumping into a show like Married at First Sight where you are married, but not really, by the way, for those watching, <laughs> yeah. if you're not it's fucking not married, it's not real. Um, but people have such strong feelings around, you know, the marriage. word marriage yeah. and that kind of thing. You don't realise I was only there for like a week and a bit. Yeah. You know, I've only just met these people. I don't know them. I didn't even know Dean really. Like I didn't know anyone. And did you were you were you looking for love going on that show? Were you looking for the one or did you view it as like I know Abby Abby Chatfield said that she applied for the bachelor um as a bit of a joke. Yeah. Um, well, I got asked. So okay. I was already I in that lot, hey. media um like scene. So I've done a lot with like you know, that kind of stuff. So I actually got offered um, that position. So I was like, yeah, cool. Like if I go on, I was like super single, um, 26, living my best life, feeling good. I was like, fuck it. Like if I go on there and find someone that I really like, sweet. Bonus. But I really, it really wasn't that serious for me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The, following this, you've just recently been on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Yeah. And what really pissed me off, like it made me so angry. I love you. I love oh. that you're like my little. <laughs> I am in the background going, you don't, don't say that about her. It's really refreshing because you actually like you understand the bigger picture. Whereas like most interviews that I do, people like I explain my side and they're like, oh, yeah, like I guess I can kind of see. I love that you're woke enough to just see my side, which know, is really nice. Do you know what, though? Even if it hadn't been produced, right, even if you on a show where you weren't really married, where you'd been placed with a stranger, didn't vibe with them and found someone else who wasn't with their like go you like go both of you like, yeah and I, I, even if it wasn't produced that way yeah. I was 100% like it's not cheating she's not a slut or a man stealer like yeah. stop it with this narrative that it's given to women all the time you were all consenting adults totally and um I got your back I I'm in love your corner that. thank you and I actually thought I was doing the right thing for me yeah at the time I was like well I'm not going to just stay in this fake relationship for like airtime and like just pretend that we're together and we love each other and then break up after the finale like everyone else does. Yes. Um, I would have like I just rathered 
you know, maybe see what other options were there, especially if it wasn't working, made sense. Um, and I really thought I was doing the right thing and then it just blew up. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe I should have just faked it. Like, yeah, no, you know, but no I'm way. glad I did it and I'm glad I stuck to my guns. And, you know, people get it now. Like mm. I think it, before it was like really hard and really um, hard first. to explain. Exactly. Yeah. I was basically one of the first villains really, but now people get it. So yeah. that's nice. <laughs> I think um, I'm a bit pissed off at Ryan too because whenever, you know, guys are like, oh, not all men, and it's like, okay, well, if you're not one of those guys, then you need to be someone who stands up yeah. and calls out bullshit. And this mm. was his opportunity to be like, oh, come on, her and I were not, Davina and I were not getting along, guys. Yeah. Um, Ryan, you could have done better. Yeah, no. You could have like said it for what it really was and not gone this whole other narrative to suit him and his media oh, yeah. at your expense again. And like continued to talk about me and drag my name through the mud and stuff like that. I was just like, oh, but it, you know, what goes around comes around. So that's why like all of that stuff really sucked. But now it's like I'm every, you know, it all happens for a reason. And that really sucked at the time, but I kind of see where I am now and I see where Ryan is now. And I'm just like, I wouldn't change. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't change anything. Well, moving um, back to um, I'm a celebrity, what really pissed me off was this narrative going around that this was your redemption arc, that this was your time to redeem yourself to the public. Sorry, who what, who am I redeeming myself to and why is that my responsibility? If you've got an opinion, mm. if someone's got an opinion of you, that's none of your business, right? Yeah. And yeah. it just drove me insane mm-hmm. that, you know, you were, as, even I described you as the maths villain because that's that's what the media were calling it. Yeah. And this was your chance to redeem yourself, which was just stupid. Yeah. Look, I am really thankful for the opportunity of that show because there's only so many people that like get to see me for me on my social media, you know, like there's not many people that follow me that probably watched the show, you know. So it was a really nice way for people to be able to see me in a less edited light. Well, no editing really. I was fucking in the jungle. Um, Are you really in the jungle? Babes, there's, I was like, maybe there's like, well, yeah, it's, you are sleeping out in the open. You're shitting in a long drop. It's like, it's full on. But it is. Did you wee in a nappy? No, I weed in a long drop. So that was a bit of a step up for me. But um, yeah. You're moving up in the world. Um, but yeah, I ate some weird shit, but it was so fucking peaceful. I was like, wow, there's no toddler. There's no phones. There's nothing to do. Poe was cooking for me the whole time. I'm like, actually, this is a retreat. This is a holiday. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, look, I was really thankful for the opportunity and how they showed, you know, they, they let me have my voice. Mm. And so, yes, it's annoying, um, you know, how people were saying, you know, she's going to redeem herself or this is her like apology tour or whatever. But no one really said that. I just made that up. Apology but tour. I just made that up in my I head. Like um, but yeah, it is annoying. But I mean, I hate to say you sign up for it when you go on things like this. But honestly, if you're going to go on reality TV, you are signing up for whatever they decide. Yeah. Um, especially if you are outspoken like us, not very ladylike. Um, if you uh, like to speak your mind, if you have certain views, like you can't expect people to take you or understand you the way that your friends and family do. Yeah. Which is what I 
just expected. I was like, you know, I've always had a public platform. I've always had like a, a large following. My friends love me. My family love me. Like how could this go wrong? It fucking did. Yeah, well, <laughs> they tell do ya. like all the Frankenbiting too. Hey, well, they'll piece together. Yeah. So like you and I could be talking about something and they'll take bits and pieces from different parts of the conversation. From different days yeah, even. From different days. Totally. So it, they can make it look like, like say if I'm having a conversation with you, they can put – um, audio from like a few days ago over the top as if I am commentating that conversation. Not a different one. Um, so, yeah, and even like that was confusing to me because I would like watch it and be like, I swear I wasn't feeling that way or I swear I didn't like and then. That didn't happen. I, and it's totally legal. Like it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I need to know, did you get your period in the jungle? <laughs> I had my period the whole time in the jungle. What? Yes. Okay, so what did you do? Was it leaves? No, or? so I actually, no, you could have tampons. All right. But <laughs> I actually tried Tampax for the first time. Oh, this the is real American thing. where it's like um, it, you have an applicator? Yeah, so Maria is like a very um, like, you know, pro-women, pro-talk about periods. And like fun fact, I actually just hate buying tampons at the shop. So I would make my mum do it to this day and now my husband does it or I order them online. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Do you feel shame? I don't know. My heart races when I go in like the pad section. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't that funny because we're – we um like we're even. Do you remember at school and you'd get your pad and you tuck it under your oh, in yeah. the sleeve because there's a, that embarrassment and yeah. shame around our period. You need to push past this. I know. So that's what you Maria was teaching me. You need to go me. down the period aisle. So I was like Maria, like in the jungle. I'm like, babe, I've got my period. And she'd be like, Davina has her period. And then she would like hand me a tampax, and I'd be like. And so eventually by the end of it, I was like, hey, babes, can you throw me a Tampax? And I just like got so okay with it. So it was kind of good. Like it really did push, like make me open up more. And um, like not only was I eating weird shit, Mm. but I was actually talking about periods, which is something that I never used to want to do. So, yeah, it opened my mind. Amazing. Yeah. Um, look, I will move off from reality TV because I know. That was really short and sweet. I'm happy about okay, that. Thanks. You're, you're welcome. Um, look, I think something that you and I have talked about a fair bit is the constant slut shaming of women in general. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did Is that something that, you, that you've experienced? I mean, look, for me personally, I've been slut shamed. I as long as I can remember mm-hmm. from a little girl, you know, don't, don't show your tummy, don't do this, don't wear that. Um, and even my mum saying that I couldn't have male friends over to a pool party uh, because I just wanted them to see me in my swimsuit. And I was like 12 years old mm-hmm. and it, I didn't understand at that point in time what she was talking about. I have male friends. I want my friends to come over to this pool party. It wasn't a case of I want them to see me in my swimsuit, but you know, if you have male friends and it's only because you want their attention and you mm-hmm. know, so it's something I've experienced my whole entire life. Have you experienced the same or was it only after maths that people really started to comment on things that you wore and things that you said and things that you did? So I've always been really open with like my sexuality and really body confident and all that stuff. Like before maths, I did modeling like full time. I was like in men's magazines and men's calendars and all that kind of stuff. And I loved it. And there was you know, no one could make me feel bad about it. Like, you know, being on the cover of Zoo and all that kind of stuff. I loved it and I loved, um, you know, I just, I loved my sexuality and I never felt bad about it. And 
then, yeah, after maths, I definitely was like, oh, thought twice about, you know, being as confident and being as like. Because they would have dragged that out of the woodwork and oh, used sure. it against you, the yeah. men's magazines, and, yeah. and used it as a negative, not a positive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah, it it does suck. Like it, it does suck and it was really hard to overcome and you do feel like you have to kind of like, you know, take a step back from your true self fuck that isn't that fucked it is fucked yeah it's not until now like honestly it's not until now where I'm like I don't care I don't care what I share I don't care how vulnerable I am I don't care like what you see of me because it's like everyone that follows me now or supports me now is like way more attracted to you or way more um magnetic no what's the word when they're like yeah, it is drawn to you. Drawn to you. There we yeah. go. <laughs> Magnetized. Um, Magnetized. That's where I was going. Um, but to you, when you are, you know, your most confident and your most vulnerable self, and you are your most confident self when you are the most vulnerable version of yourself. And I think, like, I don't know. It took me a really long time to be able to like feel sexy and actually, yeah, really, yeah, because I didn't want to be deemed as like a slut or a whore or like a woman. I mean, a man stealer or, or a woman you know, stealer or a woman it depends. stealer. Depends if you swing lock up both your ways wives. like me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like it just um, it did take me a while because it was massive. It was massive, and even like you know, I didn't cheat. I didn't steal anyone's husband. Like we didn't. It was such it's it's like make believe when you're in the kindergarten playground and you pretend to marry someone like yeah. that's basically well, what that reality sh- TV show is. But also so, the, the the man stealer as though you stole Dean off Tracy and Dean played no part, none. It's oh, you know yeah, it's this constant shaming of women who don't live a life of obedience in in a way that men have decided they'd like us to live and you know they want to sexualize us on Mm -hmm. their terms yeah but god forbid we sexualize ourselves if we choose to sexualize ourselves and we take the power back Mm -hmm. then we are a slut and we're not a good mother and we're not a good wife and Mm -hmm. how dare we and you know um it's still even for for my generation in particular like don't show your nipples and Mm -hmm. you know you're married now you don't need to wear that anymore as though i dress to attract men only yeah fuck off yeah absolutely yeah fuck you fuck you all yeah to be honest really mad (laughs) I'm just glad that I'm past that point now like that was a hard time Mm. but it just makes now and I think like now for you you'd be the same like you don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter you probably feel the best you've ever felt because you care less um and I love that that's where I'm at right now so yeah it's like annoying having to talk about maths and all of those struggles and all that kind of stuff but like I love that I feel this way now and I do hate watching slut shaming happen, but I feel like it's happening less now. I feel like women are getting their voice back and women are like, you know, for example, Jessica Power, yeah. who was like the villain on maths, who's fucking killing it on, on OnlyFans. Only yes. like, like she's in the top 2% or something. Killing it. Mm. Um, And I'm just like, you know what, go you. Like, And she doesn't give a fuck. Like if someone comments something nasty on her, photo she will just like clap back and be like um you know and I she love can that. wipe her tears with her money absolutely so yeah I just I love that things are slowly starting to change do you know my husband and I talk about signing an OnlyFans I would sign up so I would like to pay the electricity bill today yeah <laughs> I know so how about a blowjob yeah yeah those rate rises <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. How I about feel a quick you. blowy? We'll open up an account. Yeah. Pay the electricity bill and then we'll take it all down. Yeah. Yeah. Or how about my feet? 
Yes. So much. I would pay for all of it, to yeah. be honest. I had Take my a, $12 per month yeah, and is that yeah, what it is? take my money or whatever. Um, one of the guys from the recent season of maths is charging, I think, fourteen ninety nine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, it's a rot. You're a guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no you send dick pics for free all the yes, time. What exactly. do you mean? Do you know I've never been sent a dick pic? I told my husband this the other day and I'd say, I won't say who, but someone who may or may not have been on the uh, podcast recently and created some media attention <clears throat> sent me a dick pic that she'd been seen. Yeah. And I was like zooming in and I'm like, oh, it's bumpy. Like it's got, it's got yeah. a wart on it. Like that's not, that one's Did it not, have a wart on I it? Because you should tell I her. I showed Dwayne. I'm like, have a look at this. And he goes, that's not real. That's a porn dick, Ness. Ness, they don't send real dicks. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Mm. I don't know. I have never been sent a dick pic. Mm-hmm. Am I offended about it? I mean, I would feel violated, but at the same time, everyone I know has been sent a dick pic. Have you guys been sent a dick pic? No. no? Have you, Connor? <laughs> wow. Connor, Connor, have you been sent a vagina pic? No. I've been sent a vag pic. Okay, well, I've never been sent a vag pic, but I have got copious amounts of dick pics. Like, have if you, you want one, I'll send you some. Can you send me one? And I'll just tell Dwayne, Dwayne, I got a dick pic. And he'll be like, from who? And Davina. Yeah, I mean, they're not they're not nice. Like, especially before you've no, had I your morning coffee. You're just like, oh, wow. I don't really want one. Yeah. I don't really want one. Oh, it's just like. one a little. Look at Well, I've, I've seen, if you send me some. I'll be like, guys, I'm getting sent. I'll send it's you such a, a violation dip. though. It really is. And especially when it's kind of good now because Instagram has like, you've got that whole other folder of people like if you're not friends with them or whatever, like they can't actually really, you won't really be able to see their messages and unless you really photo, look for it. But you know I'm unblurring the photo. And like I know I don't want to see it and I know I'm probably at a Wiggles concert, but I'm <laughs> I'm going to tap to unblur that photo and I'm going to see what you're working with. at a Wiggles concert looking at dick pics. There's, you know. Don't pretend you haven't done it. I haven't. I haven't (laughs) been sent one. You don't need to rub it in. But even my husband was shocked. He's like, haven't you? I was like, have you? Yeah. (laughs) What the hell? Why are you so surprised? I'm actually, I am truly surprised. I feel like. I I feel blessed. I feel like the Virgin Mary right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've listened to every other episode, I basically am the Virgin Mary. There's probably going to be a lot of dick pics coming your way now. I didn't think of that. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do it. I don't want dick pics and I don't like anal. We've talked about this. Send her a dick pic. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Can we move on to titties? Sure. Yeah, I love boobies. Dicks and titties. Yeah. This yep. is my favourite podcast. Can I just live here? Yes. I live love here. It. We haven't talked about vaginas and I'm very proud of us for that because we've talked about vaginas, I think, the day is young. every the day. Is young. Yeah, the day is young. We, you need to drink up. We'll get to it's your badge. It's like 11 a.m. Okay, well, cheers. It's 12 somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about titties because I love titties. I love your titties. Ooh. I felt your titties at an event a couple of weeks ago. Yes, you grabbed oh, my yeah, hand. Oh, yeah, I was like... <laughs> You grabbed my hand, you put it flush to your chest. (laughs) We shared meat and you felt my titties. What a fun time. We did share meat. We also shared a virus after that. Yes, we did. (laughs) Not the vaginal viruses. not chlamydia, Uh, not uh, gonorrhea. Yeah. What are some others? Um... We didn't share any other, no. but just just a just a virus of yeah, yeah. just a chest and virus yeah. and, and throat and nose nose and yeah. yeah. Um, so you had a big old set of double D's, right? I did, and then you've chosen to have explant surgery, mm-hmm. and now, like I said, flush to the chest. You grabbed my hand, and now you've got There's little not titties. Much- happening here yeah um but yeah so I had big old titties and I loved them and they were beautiful R.I.P. titties (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, so for years, um, I guess firstly, like when I got them, I was like, obviously this flat. And I was like, once I get tits, then I will feel like a woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I really did feel like a woman after that. And I was like, like I was saying before, Man, straight into like men's I feel nerds, like a woman. Literally Shania Twain. Yeah. Um so yeah, I just like really kind of found my confidence, um, which is like kind of sad but good in a way. But, you know, I did what I had to do at that time to feel confident about myself. And I'm really glad I did. And I had a great career. Um, and I, yeah, even though I had titties, though, there was always something else that I wasn't confident about, like mm. as there always you is. You just find something else. Yeah, yeah, but I did love my titties. So anyway, um, after childbirth, after giving birth to little Moo, I just had like, I did have ongoing issues that I always just thought was normal because I had them for 12 years. Yeah. Um, so I was like, um, yeah, I think I need to do a Go. burp. Oh, do- I'm not editing it out. You better do it. <sighs> there we go. It's the mimosa. If you you should get it, something less, less. Um, Absolutely you know. not. No, this is. This I is also what you want. Um, put something in there to make you fart. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> well from your fanny. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Great. Well, fanny farts incoming. Yeah, here we were not talking about vaginas, but Gonna here happen. we are. Um, I anyway, am who I am. What was I saying? <laughs> um. Yeah, look, sorry, lots, lots of ex- symptoms. You weren't well. I wasn't well. Lots of symptoms, weird, weird symptoms to the point that I literally would like, I would have every test under the sun, blood tests, MRIs. I literally thought I had MS because there was like so many things that I couldn't, I, we couldn't explain because on paper I was really healthy. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I can't be because this is happening and that's happening. And anyway, I came across um, breast implant illness mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm, interesting. And like the things that these women were telling me, <laughs> telling the internet um, <laughs> that they were experiencing, mm. I was like, that's literally me. So I think once you have a child too, your priorities change completely. Like I no longer had to feel like I wanted to be desirable or this or whatever. Like having boobs was the least important thing about me. So I was like, you know what, if this, if I have this surgery and I feel better, absolutely worth it. Like I don't even care. I just want them out. And, and so- do you? Oh, a hundred percent. So I, when I actually went in for a consult, um, cause I did have pain there as well. Like it was hard for me to do like push ups and stuff like that. Were you under the muscle just out of interest? Over oh, the muscle. Okay. Um, and I found like, even with breastfeeding, there were things going on with them and like, they were just looking really tight too. Mm. I was like, what's going on? They, they just look different. When you got them out, had there been any um, ruptures or leaks or no? no so okay. I had capsular contracture, which means mm. your body has like a muscle around it that's hardening, so it's like making it hard. So eventually, if I was to keep them in, they would get harder and harder and go higher and higher. And you know, and that's when would... we call them the boltons, don't yeah. we? <laughs> it's like I just envision, you know, like the Mean Girls mum in the tracks <laughs> tracksuit thing. Like that's what I can imagine I would have looked like in like ten years time. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to have to, even if I wanted to keep them, I'd have to get them redone anyway. Got them out instantly. The moment I woke up from surgery, I was like, <sighs> had my first deep breath really? that I'd had in 12 years. And wow. I was like, oh my God, I forgot like what it was like to actually breathe into like my diaphragm properly. Um, and so all those other symptoms, have they now, majority yeah, of them gone? Gone, gone skis. That's insane. Mm, my energy like is just so much better than what it was. I was tired all the time, like 
all the time, brain fog all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's it and even like skin issues, gut issues, um, like hormone imbalances, like just yeah, plus pain and discomfort as well. Yeah. So yeah. Totally it's, worth it for me. It's interesting that we um put so much worth on our titties too. And I think um you know, like you were saying that you got the breast implants and you had a great career in modeling with men's magazines and things because mm-hmm. I think definitely a lot of the time we want those boobies to, it's for the male gaze, isn't it? What we've totally. been told women should look like. Well, especially when you're that young, like I was 18. Same. So, yeah. I just I was, finished breastfeeding Shay. Yeah. What? Yeah, because I had a baby at 17. Jesus. Yeah, I'm a ho. Wow. Yeah. You look really good for having a baby that young. Like I just feel like you don't even look like you've had babies yet. But I guess you've had a lifetime of like, yeah, going back to. But, yeah, wow, good on you. How the fuck did you even know what to do with a baby at that age? Instinct, like an animal. Yep. I honestly, I didn't move out of home until I was like 24. Uh, I I was in the system. I was living in group homes at 15. I was locked up at 16. I have lived my life. Like locked up in jail? Yes. You're a badass bitch. Yeah. (laughs) I might roll you for your shoes. I'm kind of turned on. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yay. I have turned another guest. I need to know more about this situation. (laughs) That's very interesting. Well, Yeah. yeah, no wonder you are very... Like, you know your shit. I feel like you have lived a million lives. I and, have. I'm yeah. like a cat. Nine, yeah. But your lives. face doesn't look like you've lived a, li- a million lives. Well, so good work. Hmm. It's all the sex. Good work. Orgasms are good for your skin. Oh, it's I true. Need, I need some orgasms. Have you heard about, I wonder, have you heard about vabbing? <laughs> Sorry? Have you heard about vabbing? I cannot say I have. Okay. So it's where you take your vaginal secretions. Mm-hmm. Um, we're being What's polite secretions? now. Uh, discharge. Oh, your right. juice. Okay, yep. <laughs> yes. Your fanny flow. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. You take that and you dab it like perfume behind your ears. In is your that bits what and that scent yeah. was? Probably in the middle of the boobs. I was like, oh, is oh, that Ness. what that scent was? Fuck you. <laughs> Ness, you smell amazing. <laughs> it is my fanny. You smell like pineapple juice. Oh. No, you've got to drink it. Yeah. yeah. No, they've got to drink it. Oh, mm. yeah. okay. Um, no, I don't drink pineapple juice. But no, and, you, no. and, and it's to attract the opposite sex, which... I mean, yeah, I, it's it's so strange to me. Right. Um, I don't want to smell like my fanny. I just yeah. don't. Like it's okay. They're meant to smell. It is what it is, but I don't need it in and around my It's nostrils. kind of like a more musky type scent that you don't, like I feel like you well, need a. Depends on who you or is are. Or that just mine? Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you didn't oh say God, deeply totally fishy. Kidding. Mine's not musky. I don't know. Actually, I have Yours is, it's a, it's more a. Yeah, it is musky. Yeah. <laughs> but like white musk or like a musk stick oh, maybe. Yeah. Do you remember the body shop with the fuzzy peach? My mum wears white was- mu- white. Wow. Does she wear I white musk though or I is it just her vagina? <laughs> so sorry, mum. <laughs> Don't apologise. <clears throat> Never apologise uh, for being who you are. I'm getting all flustered now. Oh, my gosh. Um, <sighs> did your nipples stay the same after you had the boobs reduced or did they shrink too Ooh. in response? No, my nipples are really small anyway. So okay. I've always had like really little nipples and like big bolt-ons. So they actually just stayed the same. I pictured you as a big nipple girl. No. Yeah, because you're dark-skinned and usually, Yeah, I no, they're like really t- – I mean, I'll show you. I, I expect – They're it. really they're really little 
Um, so they haven't really moved much and I was really lucky. Like I never got, um, stretch marks or anything like that, which is great. Like they don't look that great now. I kind of think that they look like, um, someone said it to me perfectly the other day, another girl who'd had, um, an explant, but she said her tits looked like that, that character from Ice Age, you know, the one with the (gasps) nose, the one that looks for the nuts. Uh, I don't know. Maybe is we can find Is that you? You're the it. one that looks for the nuts. I'll show you a, I'll show you a photo of it. Because you're a man stealer. Yeah. So you're looking for nuts. I'm a man stealer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like they don't look that great, but it do it does take like a good year for them to like fluff out. And so my scars now are pretty much like, you know, they're pretty fine. See, if I took my breast implants out, there's no fluffing. There's nothing to fluff. Yeah, I think some skin. I think it's because I had nothing to begin with. It's probably oh. better. But I think if I had had boobs, you'd be surprised that like mm. I think if you have some tissue and some boob there, it would probably look better. I had my breast implants ultrasounded and <sighs> Lord Jesus, I apologize. I, I repent for my sins. <laughs> but we need to talk about the vaginas. <laughs> and if you aren't real, Jesus, you have a penis. <laughs> You just shush, leave me be. I'll just hold it. Um, let's put it do down. you want a hand? It was weird. Maybe that's your sign to get your boobs looked at. Well, I did. Mm. I um I had them ultrasounded, and um the ultrasound lady was um. Like, oh, yeah, this makes my job easy. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, there's not much there. And she goes, no, there's not, it's there. I was like, I was joking. <laughs> but she's like, no, you really have not much breast tissue. Right. So my titties are nips and implants and a bit of skin over the top. Yeah. And yeah. see, I was like, should I get a fat transfer or whatever? But I'm like. That's more surgery. I just can't be fucked. Yeah. Honestly, like I'm married now. <laughs> Sorry, Jax. But like it's not like. Not that you would do it I for him. No, exactly. Like I just, I know he loves me for who I am and what I look like. So I don't really feel like I need to like rush into anything And he loves right your now. Ice Age nipples. Totally. Who wouldn't? I know. And maybe the, who knows, maybe the fluff fairy might come back and he'll. But if, if he doesn't, then it's fine. So, look, before we end today's episode, I'm so glad I got some vag talk in there. Um, We're going to go to our listeners' confessions, opinions and questions. Okay, I'm going to have another drink. And then I'm going to ask you the big one, the taboo question, the, oh, my God, you can't ask that question. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what do you want first? We've actually got two questions, the, oh, my God, you can't ask that question. Just You just hit me. All right. What What do you think of Olivia from Mass? I don't watch maths. Well, this should have been prepared earlier. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I actually, um, I like can't watch maths. Good. Let me give you a rundown. Okay. <clears throat> well, I know that she started in OnlyFans. You do know Olivia. Well, I know she's. Well, I know she's a villain, and I know she started in OnlyFans. But so she's any- a villain because she shared within a group a picture of Domenica who had a, a OnlyFans mm-hmm. profile, and she apparently said to the producers. We were told we weren't allowed to have these. Look at this. Here's the photo. It wasn't a screen. Like the media went nuts for it and vilified her in the sense that they were saying that she had grabbed um, a screen grab from OnlyFans, mm-hmm. which, which, which is, is illegal. Which is like illegal, yeah. yeah. Um, but she hadn't. She Googled her and got her friends to Google her, found a photo on Twitter um, and shared that, which is just fucked. And the, I mean, it is, it is fucked. Mm. Um, she shouldn't have talked about it at all. Mm-hmm. 
But, um, yeah, she is absolutely the villain now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so she started her own OnlyFans. Is she killing it? Uh, she was killing it. She just came out recently and said that she has made more than Jessica's best month mm-hmm. and her best month was 200K. What are we fucking doing doing this podcast? Do you want to fuck right now? Literally, we've got the cameras set up. Here's Connor, my toes. is this outside your realm of – yeah, he's like, nah. I've learned about love bombing and now we're filming OnlyFans. This is a porn set. Look yeah, at the rug. I'm, I'm down. All right. Honestly, $200,000. Split it. Yeah. Uh, we are yeah. splitting it. Okay. We might make – Actually, it should be 60-40. I have more boob. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is true. Fucking kick me when I'm down. I don't like Jesus. A bit rude. Anyway, um, you so, said you could smell my vagina. So I, I'm confused though. Do we look? All I can say, I can't comment because genuinely have no fucking idea. Yeah. Um, but all I can say is, if she is perceived to be really, really bad, maybe just like wind it back in your mind a little bit and be like, maybe this is how bad she really Can is. Can I tell you of- she's not helping herself? Oh, okay. Since well, okay. on her well, Instagram then- stories and things. Yeah. yeah. If cool. if she if there's like, I mean, look, reality TV sucks. So I always look at any villain and I'm like, well, maybe she's not that bad. She's yeah, got a family same. that loves her and friends and anyway. Um, but yeah. I, I, mean- I only watched maths for the social commentary and then a lot of people were messaging me saying, oh, I'm watching maths now because of your social commentary. So I turned it off and I said, no, okay. I'm not going to contribute to that anymore. Yeah. Um, and I purposely did not talk about Olivia from maths because of the whole thing of knowing how produced it is and that yeah. she's been made to look this way and that I don't doubt for a second that the producers gave her that photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I've avoided talking so about it. So what's happened since then? So she's now, um, she keeps talking, she does a daily Q&A on her stories and she continues to talk about Domenica and how Domenica oh, smashed okay. a glass and um, what did she say? She um, brandished a weapon oh. when she smashed the glass and then when you look back at the footage, she smashed the glass, which she shouldn't have done and she apologised for. But to I'm, smash you know, a glass, glass. <laughs> But she didn't brandish it as a weapon and things like that. But, uh, yeah, it's just like I think the whole um, – slut shaming arc I don't know if that's yeah yeah if that's but it's hard it's hard to comment on because like I said I turned it off yeah and I refused to um do any commentary on it because of the because it's reality tv which isn't really but I guess if someone's not giving you any other like I think the biggest thing for me coming out of maths is I was like straight away I actually didn't go on social media um at all for like months yeah and then the first thing I did was uploaded a YouTube video of like my side of the story and why I thought it was fucked and what I was going through and blah, 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 which I think was like good for me yeah, because at least people could kind of understand it, whether or not they wanted to listen to it or like yeah. give two shits. At least I was like telling my side of the story and like just giving you a glimpse of like who I really am instead of like, you know. This. And you've got the people that were following you because they were on your side and then yeah. you've got your hate follows. Everyone has hate followers. Yeah, I That's think why I said hello, hi, welcome back, lovers and haters. Because yeah. there's always going to be haters. But I think you definitely need to be careful about how you conduct yourself um, after because, yeah, it is it is very touch and go. And if you're already the villain and if you, uh, yeah. Look, there's no aftercare know. anyway. So it's like, you know, no. there's no aftercare and you. You know, however you portray yourself afterwards. Yeah, but I mean, if she's making two hundred thousand dollars a month, then eh. mm. why not? Yeah, <laughs> why not? Okay, now our taboo question, which is invasive, just the way we like it. 
How much more invasive can we get? So much like, more I invasive. Just, okay. Gosh. <laughs> no. The question that came through was after having um after giving birth, how long did you wait to have sex? Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, Jax. But we just like it took us ages. Like even like it for the first year of being a new mum, like we barely touched each other and I wasn't even mad about it. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, I've got like five minutes of spare time. Like don't fucking touch me. I'm going to watch the Kardashians. Yeah. So um, it actually Priorities. took – it like genuinely took us a while to get back into the swing of things. I'm going even, to need a time frame. Yeah. Like even – oh, well, she's two and a half now. Like we've only kind of just gotten back into it maybe – oh, okay, look. We did have sex but it was maybe like once every two months. Okay. And like, and I actually did not care about it because yeah. I was like, I don't really want to have sex. I'm That's just too body, busy trying the, to like live. But the libido lowers for a woman when she's breastfeeding and, had, and um, giving after just giving birth anyway, yeah. because the body knows it should not be getting pregnant again. So it doesn't. Well, I had really bad postnatal depression oh. as well. So it just took me like ages to even feel good about myself. So yeah. Last thing I wanted to do is like I was getting touched and groped all day from my baby needing me. I'd like just, I don't know. And I think, yeah, like I just wasn't really happy either. So probably Jax didn't want to jump my bones either. He's like, fucking, she's cranky all the time. So yeah, it's taking it's taken us a while to get back into feeling ourselves again and yeah. to like, you know, feel like that Davina and Jax that knew each other before children. Yeah. And like, you know, we're both like working out again and all that kind of stuff. So you feel better, but I don't know. I think um, like navigating a relationship with a toddler. It's a new relationship. It's completely it, different. It totally is. Like yeah. we used to fuck like crap. I'm so sorry to any of Jax's family who is listening to I'm this. I'm not. <laughs> but like we had a great sex life. Like you'd talk to my housemate and she'd be like, can you guys just stop? Like we're the disgusting couple that like PDA all the time. Like it was just gross. But um, I don't know. I think it's it's – and I was always very like sexually driven as well. So it was always, it's like uncharted territory for me to like be in a relationship that's like really loving and secure and like beautiful mm -hmm. without like a crazy, crazy passionate sex thing. So I had to like come to terms with like, hey, you know, this is a beautiful, loving, caring relationship. If things aren't like happening like all the time, it's not a reflection of like your guys' relationship. It's yeah. just... Lie. And I think it's really good for listeners to hear too someone say, oh, look, maybe once every couple of months because I know it's conversations I have with my girlfriends where they're like, we just aren't doing it as much anymore. Yeah. Um, is he cheating on me? Is it, you know, and it's not a matter of that as you get older, mm. you lose that little bit of sparkle. You've got other priorities, other things going on, yeah. um, you know, and I mean, look, when you do do it, it's great. And that's it, quality over quantity. But also – I like we just we're about to book like our little European holiday for next year without the baby, oh, and I was like, oh my uh, god, uh, we're going to like be you're not with be each walking. other. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be with each other, like just us, playful, fun. It's not like, hey, babe, yep, dinner's ready. No, 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 we'll yeah. do the dishes. You do bath. I'll do this. No, no, no. It's not so like teammate ish. That sounds really lovely. Yeah, but I hope you fuck daily. Now, from now? No, on the holiday. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah, 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 yeah. same, yeah. same. I mean, I'm all for this the love is, and, you know, but I hope is, you fuck. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, we'll definitely be doing that. Good. Yeah, like Tuscany wineries for sure. There's yeah, no child. You can't like, not have sex in Tuscany. It's just no, it's, it's illegal. No, I'm it's so sorry, Jax. 
Jax, turn it off. Don't listen if you've got a problem. (laughs) That's what I said to my husband who messaged me after listening to the podcast and he's like, who are you? Yeah. Yeah, I am the woman. That was our secret. That threesome thing was our secret. I know. I did wake with anxiety. Yeah. I did. I woke up at 3am and went, oh, well. It was great because I actually don't have too many like Sick, not that you're single, but I don't have too many single friends that can give me outrageous stories. Yeah. Um. So it was really nice listening to that. I was like, oh, I reckon this the, is like out- the outrageous stories fire. come from couples yeah. because there's people that have been in long-term relationships that want to do things and try things to, you know, freshen it up mm. and people are talking about open relationships more, which is definitely not my cup of tea, but, you know, there's lots of things that are my cup of tea. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. That and anal. Yeah. Not my cup of tea. Oh, yeah, no. You thinking about it? No, I was. <laughs> Does not- it help you with your regular bowel movements, anal perhaps? No, haven't done anal in a while. Um, just focusing on the bowel movements for and now. And also just the vaginal sex. Yeah, <laughs> and just focusing on like together time for one, like to start with and then maybe. Oh, you're so you know. lovely. Yeah. Together time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, not me just focusing on sex. <laughs> no, but that's fine. That's totally we fine. We could go see a movie or. We just, yeah, the nookie. Come in the laundry. Nice. The laundry. <laughs> Wherever. I, I sleep yes. with my daughter. So I co-sleep with Kalani. Oh. And, um, yeah, so Dwayne and I sleep separately. Oh. And a lot of people That's think. That's kind of fun though. Right? Little dates in he the laundry. He sends me text. Come down. With an eggplant emoji. Oh. We are very sophisticated. That's so romantic. Yeah, I know. It's really, <laughs> we could write Hallmark cards with the stuff that we Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I'm going to let you go um, and cleanse your soul. Thank you. And um, perhaps lie to Jax about when the podcast comes yeah, out. I am sweating, um, but, yeah, I didn't do well, anything just today. To you haven't seen me and I didn't talk about our personal sex life. Yeah. Just let him know that we canned it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, were yeah. crap, so we're Perfect. not going to. Until gonna... the Daily Mail picks that up. Yeah, well, look. This is what you wanted all along, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> you don't even care <laughs> about maps. She's like, I'm just the girl with the headphones. What oh, are you talking about? God. I'm the girl with the sign. Leave me alone. <laughs> Thank you so much, Davina. You've been amazing. I loved your guts when I first saw you on there and immediately was in your corner, will remain in your corner. Now that we've met in person, we are – I just love us together. Um, You're amazing. Love you. And for everybody listening, if you love this episode, if you love any of our episodes, even if you hate our episodes, I still think we deserve a five-star rating. Mm. So I think you should review, you should rate, you should visit us on So Unladylike Pod. Mm -hmm. Um, Share it to your friends. Share it to your friends. Um, and yeah, love or hate messages, I accept all of the above. And dick messages. Dick no. pic messages. <laughs> Did I ruin that for you guys? Do you need to re record no, that? No, no, you've made that. <laughs> Until next time, bitches. Thank you. If you love this episode, please be sure to subscribe, follow, and rate us five stars. Join us on Instagram at So Unladylike Pod and Journey to Worthy Official and keep sending in your questions, confessions, and opinions. You guys are so unladylike and we are here for it. See you next week, bitches. <laughs>